people who are incubators for every variant to come walking around lawfully unvaccinated that's psychotic for the unvaccinated you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves your families and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm about this in a world of threats and tyrants and terror you know what our biggest enemy is in america our fellow americans they are the ones that are propagating this outbreak. Being frustrated that there is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict mm. the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're, that's, that 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, you know, it's my rights. And but, okay. <laughs> but I don't care. The pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. Freedom not to follow the facts, even if your freedom kills people? What kind of freedom is that? What kind of freedom do they really want? We have a pandemic because of the unvaccinated, and they're sowing enormous confusion. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, are overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. Shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system? They're the ones in the ERs. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. Hey, 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 what is up, friends and fellow wisdom seekers? Welcome to another episode of the Brave New World Order podcast. Straight out the dungeons of podcasting. I am Brandon St. One. And I want to thank you all so much for joining me today. I'm going to keep it going with the current thing and current events. I have a story out of the Atlantic that is calling for pandemic amnesty. And I want to talk about that because I don't think that's such a good idea. I'll get into the story. I'll, you heard the clip that I just played for you about how these people behaved. And I really don't want to stop talking about it. I want to keep this up. I think that there has to be accountability. I don't think we should let this get swept into all the crazy stories that are going on and just let it be forgotten. This affected people's lives. It's still currently affecting people's lives. People who have been vaccinated and have had problems from it and they've been silenced. But the dam is breaking. I want to dive into the story out of the Atlantic. We'll get into that. But if you could just take a second to subscribe to the podcast and follow wherever you listen to podcasts just to help me crack the algorithm. 
help the Brave New World Order podcast grow. You could also help out by sharing this with your friends, your family, random people, randos out there on the internet and on the streets. Help the Brave New World Order podcast grow. And I thank you so much. And if you want to help support the show, you definitely can. You can click the link in the show notes. And I am forever grateful for each and every one of you reaching out, helping out, sharing, subscribing, following. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. And also reach out, email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on that piece of shit. Still a piece of shit. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who's in charge of it. Still a piece of shit, but it's definitely, I don't know, I do a podcast. You kind of have to promote it and kind of be out there somewhat. So yeah, follow me on Twitter at Brave NWO Podcast. Reach out, DM me, follow me, all that good stuff. Let's dive into the current thing, pandemic amnesty. So this article was posted by The Atlantic on October 31st, 2022. And it's written by Emily Oster, and she's calling for amnesty, pandemic amnesty. She wants everybody to just forget about everything that happened and just move on and just accept that they didn't know and all the decisions they made were right because they didn't know. And we should just shut up. She didn't say that, but pretty much that's what it's saying. I'm going to go through the article, but I think this is quite hilarious, and I don't agree with this. I think we need accountability. I think we need to go through the collusion with the government. Big tech, big pharma, billions of dollars going into a massive propaganda campaign, and it's still ongoing. It hasn't ended. They still want to put the shots in your arms, in your children's arms. It hasn't it hasn't ended. I don't know what this lady's thinking, and there's no way we're just going to let them off the hook. Hell no. I'm just going to go out and say it. I just want revenge. I really do. I think we need accountability. I think we need legal accountability. Trials. Hold these people accountable for everything that they did. Go through everything, a full audit of the pandemic and the response and everybody involved. Sounds reasonable. They want to hold committees on January 6th. Well, let's hold committees. Let's go through this, right? That would be bullshit anyway, right? Committees. Fucking farce. But anyway, I'm going to go through this article. I'm going to read through a few things I found to be interesting in it. This lady's fucking batshit. I don't know what her end game, what her goal was in writing this and what she thought the response would be from people. Did she think that people would be all like, we weren't mind fucked enough. Mind fuck us some more. And then we'll finally have enough. I don't know what's wrong with these people, but let's go through this. It starts by saying, in April 2020, with nothing else to do, my family took an enormous number of hikes. We all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. We had a family hand signal, which the person in front would use if someone was approaching on the trail, and we needed to put our masks on. Yeah, sounds uh, logical. Once, when another child got too close to my then four-year-old son on a bridge, he yelled at her, social distancing. Oh, wow. And you were okay with that? You trained that little kid to do that? Nice. These precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyway. But the thing is, we didn't know. The thing is, you chose to be sheep. You chose to ignore anybody who questioned the narrative. You chose to teach your children to attack people who got too close or weren't wearing their masks. You taught them that behavior, and that's absurd. And you did know. 
because they were telling you. And then they flipped on you like the very next day. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, all those weirdos, the Surgeon General, the CDC, all of them were telling us not to wear masks and it didn't work and the and viruses are too small. And then once we said those types of things to people who were yelling at us about masks, they laughed at us and said, trust the science. I'll keep reading this. It says, I have been reflecting on this lack of knowledge thanks to a class I'm co-teaching at Brown University on COVID. We've spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty. Some of these choices turned out better than others. To take an example close to my work, there is an emerging, if not universal, consensus that schools in the U.S. were closed for too long. The health risks of in-school spread were relatively low, whereas the cost to students' well-being and educational progress were high. The latest figures on learning loss are alarming, but in spring and summer 2020, we had only glimmers of information. Reasonable people, people who cared about children and teachers, advocated on both sides of the reopening debate. See, I think they're trying to rewrite history. Right here, before our very eyes, because that's not how I remember it. I remember them using the children as a tool and a weapon throughout the whole pandemic. And fear of the children getting sick and spreading it unknowingly. I remember that. What do you all think? What do you all remember? I don't remember too much debate on both sides. I remember one side being called grandma killer. And every time a child died that they tried to connect to COVID, they tried to blame unvaccinated people or people who don't wear masks or didn't, didn't believe in the mask and all that stuff. They always used the children as a weapon. I don't remember it the way this lady's trying to rewrite history right here. And it doesn't take a scientist or a Lord Fauci to tell you that children not being able to play and socialize is not a good idea. It doesn't take a fucking genius to put two and two together that children need to be around other kids and they need to be able to play outside and they need to be able to see other people's faces. And this isn't pseudoscience or anything. This is like common stuff I thought everybody knew about childhood development and about, you know, two years of a child's life not being around other kids is kind of a big deal. And then to not be in-person learning that it's going to stunt development. And I mean, it doesn't take like a genius to know these things. Though, for them to come out and, like, feign ignorance and all this, unacceptable. I just want revenge. For real. But let's keep going through this article. This batshit crazy journalist. Another example. When the vaccines came out, we lacked definitive data on the relative efficacies of the Johnson & Johnson shot versus the mRNA options from Pfizer and Moderna. The mRNA vaccines have won out. But at the time, many people in public health were either neutral or expressed a J&J &J preference. This misstep wasn't nefarious. It was the result of uncertainty and probably rushing these things out with limited data, limited studies. Let's keep reading through this propaganda piece. Obviously, some people intended to mislead and made wildly irresponsible claims. Remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach? That was bad. Misinformation was, and remains, a huge problem. But most errors were made by people who were working in earnest for the good of society. Oh, I think she's referring to when 
I, I remember that when Donald Trump got on there and he told everybody to pick up a big old glass of Clorox bleach and just chug that baby down and that would get rid of COVID. Do you remember that? Oh, you probably don't because it didn't happen that way, right? I remember that that all came from who? Them, the journalists, right? The media. They're the ones who said that he said to drink bleach. And I have the clip to prove it. Not that I'm this big Donald Trump supporter or anything. I think that we have to question his role in this whole thing as well. In Operation Warp Speed and the fact that he's still out there slinging the vaccine like a wild vaccine salesman. Yeah, he has to be questioned too. But he didn't say anything about drinking or injecting bleach. Here's the clip. Thank you very much. So I'm going to ask Bill a question that probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's uh, that's pretty powerful. All right. I just wanted to play that because I just wanted to show how the media is the one who creates these narratives. And they create these buzzwords and this bleach thing that was never even said. I was watching that live as it happened. And then I heard everybody flipping out about Trump saying drink bleach or inject bleach and all this just wild stuff. And that's where it comes from. And then this lady's writing this article all these years later, trying to tell us to forgive and forget how we were treated. And then she just continues to just lie. And if you listen to my previous episode about Paul Pelosi, which I recommend you do, you can see how the narrative and the story changed. And, and they want to get mad at people for asking questions about what they reported on. So definitely check that one out too, if you have a chance, if you're interested in the whole Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi saga that's going on right now as we speak. Probably a lot more to talk about in another episode. But check that out. That's why I just wanted to play that. I don't, you know, what I want to say about, you know, Trump and everything is I don't know what his role is in all of this, in this whole operation, in this whole theater, you know. But I will definitely say he's a lot better than the guy hanging around right now. All these people that you see on TV, on the news, anybody, even if you like what they're saying, they definitely deserve to be questioned and scrutinized. People in power need that. They need to be put in check. You can't, like, blindly follow somebody, and that's definitely a problem I have with Trump and a lot of, you know, a lot of Q people and stuff. I don't have any problem with any of those people. I'm just saying I have a problem with just following blindly, and then when questions are raised about the person that you like, you just stay away from those. I don't think that's a good idea. I think we need to hold everybody accountable, put everybody in check. Everything's just so crazy. You have to like choose a side. You have to pick like what team you're on with every little issue. That's why like I played that Kyrie Irving clip on my last episode because it's just like, man, you like like a tweet and then they go after you. You retweet something. 
and it's like truth, but it's by somebody that's not on the right team. Then all of a sudden they're questioning your role on their team. It's like wild. But enough out of me. Let's get back into this article. Given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic. And on every topic, someone was eventually proved right. And someone else was proved wrong. In some instances, the right people were right for the wrong reasons. In other instances, they had a prescient understanding of the available information. The people who got it right, for whatever reason, may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong, for whatever reason, may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. Oh, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? All of this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of social energy and drive the culture wars, especially on the internet. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, and ultimately unproductive. Yeah, unproductive because you fail to look at anything anybody else says if it doesn't come from a mainstream narrative. That's on you. In the face of so much uncertainty, getting something right had a hefty element of luck. Not really, actually. A lot of this stuff was kind of common sense. I'm sorry. If you fell for it, I'm sorry. But a lot of this was common sense. Wearing mask on your face all day long. Common sense that that doesn't work. To stop a little fucking microscopic virus. Sorry. That's not, like, luck to me. Taking a procedure into your arm and your body three times, four times with limited data without doing your own research, without looking into things. And if you did, you were shamed. You didn't trust the science. Sorry, that's not luck. Bullshit, lady. All right, I'll continue reading here. I know I'm going off on a few tangents, but that's what it's all about. All right, it says, And similarly, getting something wrong wasn't a moral failing. Treating pandemic choices as a scorecard on which some people racked up more points than others is preventing us from moving forward. We have to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty. We can leave out the willful purveyors of actual misinformation while forgiving the hard calls that people had no choice but to make with imperfect knowledge. See, this is bullshit. See, anybody who questioned anything was a willful purveyor of actual misinformation. But everybody else, it was just a hard call while they didn't know. And it was too early and they just didn't know. But if you questioned it and maybe wanted to have a talk and a debate, maybe try to figure this out a little bit, they shut you down. All right, so she says, moving on is crucial now because the pandemic created many problems that we still need to solve. Yet ones that people warned about all along from the beginning. I know I'm ranting again. I'm sorry, but not really. My show. I'll do what I want. Just having fun. I'm going to skip a little bit of this because it's all blah, 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 bullshit. Now she's all worried about, you know, using the children again. Now we have to move on for the children because, yeah, we knew that they were going to test low and everything. We knew that they were going to be, like, way behind. We knew this. People were raising these questions early in the game when they were shutting down schools, shutting down churches, shutting down businesses, small businesses. You know what I mean? I'm just going to read one more paragraph from this article because it really is painful to see how ignorant and, like, just way off this lady is. If she's really calling for amnesty, she should probably get down on her hands and knees and probably beg for it. Not this way. Not by still demonizing people who ask questions. Quite hilarious. Alright, so the last sentence in this really got me. Many people have neglected their health over the past several years. 
Notably, routine vaccination rates for children, for measles, etc., are way down. Rather than debating the role messaging about COVID vaccines had in this decline, we need to put all our energy into bringing these rates back up. Pediatricians and public health officials will need to work together on community outreach, and politicians will need to consider school mandates. Are you out of your mind, lady? Are you kidding me? You're going to go out and call for amnesty and everybody to forgive and forget the past couple years and how certain people were treated and how they're still being treated. And then you're going to go and do that at the end and say that they may need more mandates, school mandates, more lockdowns maybe. I mean, are you out of your mind? I'm sorry, lady, but I decline your amnesty. And I encourage others to join me in denouncing this 100%. You can do that by sharing this podcast, help spread the word, help get this information out there, see the game being played right before our very eyes, see how they try to rewrite history right there in front of us. But we won't allow them to do so. So yeah, definitely help the Brave New World Order podcast. Share this with somebody, with your friends, your family, random people, somebody who doesn't have a clue. Show them the information because I'm going to put everything in the show notes. You also have clips to hear. Take a listen to that compilation at the beginning again. Show that to friends and family. Let them know what these people are trying to do. I'm just going to say it again. I encourage you all to join me and decline this lady's call for pandemic amnesty. I'm just going to go out and say it once again. I just want revenge. Accountability is the only way to move forward from this. Because this hurt a lot of people and it's continuing to do so. Look at all the vaccine data that's coming out. How much longer can they hold that back? I don't know. I want to dive a little bit more into that too in another episode. But I think for now, I went through this bullshit article. Definitely make up your own minds. Like I said, I encourage you to not play into these games. But definitely read the article yourself if you want. I read most of it. And think for yourselves for sure. Don't just follow what I say, but that article's bullshit. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. But I would definitely love to hear your thoughts. Email me, the Brave New World Order Podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Brave NWO Podcast. Love to hear from you. Reach out, share the podcast, follow, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to, leave a review. Definitely help me crack that algorithm, help the Brave New World Order get out there. And if you want to help support the show, you can. There's a link in the show notes. Thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart joining me. Let's figure this all out together. Resist. Question everything. Think for yourselves. Stay positive. I will see you soon. Much love. Peace out.